242 to the world, new vision, media, wasting time is over, new vision, media, 242 to the world, new vision, media, alright, let go, new vision media, where the sound make a difference, also including baby and van life, Collecting views and opinions Business artist platform for the small man With great ideas through resilience New Vision Media That's newvision242.com 242 to the world New Vision Media Also New Vision 242 Instagram 242 to the world New Vision Media And New Vision Aid them at Facebook 242 to the world New Vision Media Check us out Good afternoon, good afternoon. We're back here. We're back here this afternoon on this blessed Sunday afternoon. Uh, I, I, I would say, yeah. Let me, let me, let me practice, let me practice. Namaste, my brother. <laughs> Namaste, how are you, my brother? All is well, all is well. I bow to the divinity in you. Yes, you see, likewise. You, you see, I learned it, I learned it. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, we're back here with, the, with uh, the other side of the story, the cryptic hour. And so, you know, I can let the man of, of the hour introduce himself. You know, only him can do that this way. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Pastor Dr. Cleveland W. Enius III, also known as Cahoon Anku Sarah. I am the head priest of the Holy Coptic Church of the Black Messiah here in Nassau, Bahamas. And we are under the auspices of the Holy Coptic Church International, led by our Coptic Pope, Basesh Harohotepta, also known as Rev. Dr. A.J. Varma. And it's always great to be here, man. All right, thank you for thank you for coming back and you know sharing some more light for us and some more knowledge. And so you know, last week we we got into uh, some 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 deep waters. <laughs> so um, we could pick up from 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 where we left off, and we were talking about where we talk about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, let's talk about the holy one because mm. we, we we didn't we didn't get into the. The, the 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 meat of that right so this holy soul mm-hmm. when we read about who is referred to as Jesus Christ in the book of of Matthew they call him by another name one time mm-hmm. Emmanuel okay and the question is often asked well why was he referred to as Emmanuel and only this one time? Right. Like, what is this Emmanuel or, 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 or what does this have to do with who the Messiah actually was? Right, right. And what we learn in the African theology is that he, like many of the other um, brothers within the Nasarian or the Nazarene order, Mm-hmm. Or the angelic order, right. they had an angelic name, as much as they also ha- they were being guided by a spirit of truth. Okay, and this spirit of truth is one that operates through those who have the ability to be at one with that divinity within them. So they will say that, that Jesus or Yahshua came unto his own. Why was that so important? Right. Why did he have to come to his own? Right. It wasn't just a matter of him deciding, well, I just like these people. Mm. Or, you know, these people are, are uh, look like me, so that's why I'm going to, you know, come for them. Mm-hmm. It, it, the reality is when, when you talk about being saved by the blood, this idea of being saved by the blood I always say to people, especially black people, like right. if, I, if I if I came into to a service with, you know, two bucket of blood, and they say today, today you can't even say it without laughing, right? Today we're gonna be washed in the blood. <laughs> Listen, church <laughs> empty. <laughs> All of a sudden, now I got to go to the car. I got to go to the bathroom. Right, what right. that is, who blood that is. Right, you know, right. They say, this is just Jesus' blood. Jesus say, I must wash you in his blood. Ain't nobody caring for that. Right, right. 
You know what I mean? Even right. if I say, well, hey, we're going to do it with what, what is done in, in, in the Bible where, you know, blood was sprinkled over the Ark of the Covenant. And right. All, if I just started sprinkling blood all over the church, people would say, this man, crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then we'll read these things in what is called the Bible today and not question well, why was it okay then right. and okay now mm-hmm. right i say that to say because the blood that is going to save us or that has the potential to save us already mm-hmm. running through our veins mm-hmm. and this blood that runs through our veins is that which gives us a connection to the spirit of truth mm-hmm. when we say the spirit we say the ka k a right the divine african spirit mm-hmm. And this divine African spirit is one that moves through from the time as you read Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, where it talks about God breathing breath into, and I'm pulling it up right now just so I can read it, all right? It says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became A living soul. Right, right. This same breath is also passed on in the instance of Elijah and Elisha, where Elisha is saying that he wants a double portion of the spirit. Mm -hmm. This double portion of the spirit, or they'll say nefesh chayim, Mm -hmm. right, is making reference to the fact that we have within us a divinity that has to we have to we have to become in order to align with it or become one with it okay right? okay but every person that comes into this perfection has to be taught right okay we all have to be taught that every teacher has a teacher mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so you come with with the spirit mm-hmm. but then you're also taught you take on the spirit of that teacher right right Hence a double portion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You see this also with Yahshua, uh, who many call Jesus, with his disciples. When he says in the book of John, chapter 20, verse 22, he will breathe on them and that they would receive of this holy soul or holy spirit, or some people call it the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. So Emmanuel is the guardian angelic host that, ultimately accompanied the Messiah on his journey. Right. He, he had a name for this, this spirit of truth mm-hmm. that was a part of him mm-hmm. or that became one with him. Mm-hmm. There's also then the reality of, as we were talking last week, when he says he's going to send another comforter, mm-hmm. this was talking about one who would have gone through the same experiences that he would have gone through in order to do similar in his day and time. Right. We talked about that being this African Muhammad, or mm-hmm. Ahmad, mm-hmm. Ahmad Mahmud. And within Islam, they talk about Muhammad going to Ethiopia, or Abyssinia. And during that time, he's taught about his true religious identity. He's, he's taught by Bilal. He's taught by Mary the Copt, as they refer to her mm-hmm. as. And then he returns back to Becca, which they call Mecca, to teach his people about this true religious identity. And last week we mentioned, just, just in case those who weren't listening last week, in, John, in the book of John, chapter 10, Yahshua is saying that he has uh, sheep, that are not of this fold. Right. So this reality of the original or African Hebrew, the original or African Christian, the original or the African Muslim, not Muslim, but Muslim, mm-hmm. one who is of peace. Right. The doctrines that all of them hold on to were originally one. Mm-hmm called atonism or atonism, mm-hmm. right? And within us, we have this ability to access a divinity that we come to this planet with. 
a lot of people feel as if you have to come to a realization of 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 seeking God outside of yourself right. or seeking the most high outside of yourself right or looking somewhere for this higher power the higher power is already within you that's that's what you were told in the book of John uh chapter 1 verse 9 it talks about this true light the light shineth in the darkness but the darkness comprehendeth it not this true light this divinity this spirit of truth all of these references that are made are important because if we as a people don't understand what the message of the Messiah to the world was, we're not going, we're going to keep running in circles. Mm-hmm. We, we, we won't ever get to the point where we actually um, get to this perfection. Okay. Or this divinity realized, mm-hmm, we call it mm-hmm. niter taten. This niter taten, or this divinity realized, is such that those who actually realize mm-hmm. that they have the divinity within them, this divinity can now begin to work through them. Mm. They're not, they're not um, encumbering or blocking the divinity. Mm-hmm. What blocks the divinity is our ego. Mm. Is when we we want to have an opinion about how things should be, as opposed to actually just following a script. What the scripture the script. says, right? Stick to the script. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the way you stick to the script is by first knowing the script, the scripture. Right. And the, and the way to know the scripture is to actually learn the languages at least well enough. And in the, and in this day and time, you don't have to be a super duper scholar to do that. Right. So you have. Right. Uh, Blue Letter Bible, you have Strong's Concordance. You, you could do enough research mm-hmm. in this day and time to be able to at least question your pastor, question mm-hmm. your rabbi, question mm-hmm. your imam, right? Because these, these things are now, you, you can learn enough Arabic mm-hmm. to be able to question, well, what is this talking about? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see this word here, and it says this in English. But when they look into the original language, that's not what it's telling me. Right. But wouldn't some wouldn't some would say, um, what is the original language? But it all depended on where the scripture was coming from. Right. So when you look at the Bible as it's being uh talked about today, mm-hmm. the word Bible is not in the Bible, mm-hmm. as we've said before. But it but when you look at the word book. The word Biblos is there. Mm-hmm. When you look at the word Biblos, they'll say it's Egyptian papyrus. Okay. So if this book is originally an African book, mm-hmm. then which African language did it come from? Did was it written in? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Egypt is often presented as a, a place that's African, but that's really what the Greeks refer to it as as, mm. as Egypt. We never called it Egypt. Right. Called it Kemet mm-hmm. or, or Tamare mm-hmm. or Kabulan, depending on who you talk to, right? Right. And when you go into the knowledge paradigm or the consciousness of those people, we mm-hmm. had many different scripts. Right. So today they they will go to Egypt and they'll say, "Well, you know, um, it, this language is is a sacred language. We, they call it the hieroglyphs." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had many different hieroglyphs. We mm-hmm. had hieroglyphs from West Africa. Mm-hmm. We had hieroglyphs, Central Africa, North Africa, South Africa, West Africa, East Africa. We had many different glyphs. So mm-hmm. when you start talking about well, what language was the Bible written in, let's go to the Torah. The Torah, or Tanakh, as some would say, or the mm-hmm. Torah, it comes from what is known as the Shabaka Stone. Right. That's very easy. That's the Rosetta Stone. No, the Rosetta Stone is another <laughs> one. It's interesting because I'm happy you said that. Right. When I went to the British Museum and was able to see the Shabaka Stone, it, they just had it on a wall. Mm. Literally, like, just like how you could touch this wall, you could touch the rock. Right. And not too far from the Shabaka Stone was the Rosetta Stone. Right. But they had it in case in glass. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get near it. And 
it makes it seem as if, well, the Rosetta Stone is so much more important mm-hmm. than the Shabaka Stone. Explain explain the two differences between the Rosetta Stone and the Shabaka Stone. See, because sometimes people just believe I'd be um, being facetious. Right. right? <laughs> but right. There, there, there's a correlation between both of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the Rosetta Stone, they will tell us, is was an insight into how to read hieroglyphs. Mm. It had supposedly the same writing in three different scripts or three different languages, which, which took the hieroglyphics into the Proto-Indo-European languages or, or, or the Europhone, la- Europhone languages, mm-hmm. Greek, et cetera, et cetera, right? Right. And so they, they, they were then able, it was, it was almost like a key, mm. or it was a key mm-hmm. for them to be able to translate hieroglyphs. Right. That, that's what it's touted for, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The... Shabaka stone is all in, in hieroglyphs. Right. All right. And what's interesting about it is, is when you read the Shabaka stone, it's given you this theology that they refer to as the Memphis theology or the Memphite theology. Mm-hmm. Memphis is the, is the Greco-Roman name for the city Hetkata. Or this this house of the of the spirit, going back to the spirit again, right. of Ta. Mm-hmm. Ta, one of the gar- African guardian angelic hosts, is known as the opener, and he initiates by way of speaking. Right. Which is very interesting because Genesis one, let there be light. Right. Mm-hmm. Let there let there's this speaking before an action. Right. Which was indicative of Ta. Mm who would have also or is also seen as the the leader amongst this group of Nataru Elohim or Elohim or who they call God mm-hmm. coming into this realm to replenish the planet. Right. This is what the Shabaka stone is talking about. Mm-hmm. So the scripture itself being African goes back to the hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it, it's also found, you can find um, what they would refer to as the, the Arabic or the Amharic. Um, the Arabic would be the Seretic. Um, the Amharic or the, sorry, not Amharic, the Aramaic mm-hmm. uh, would become your Hebrew. Okay. Right? Um, but even the word Hebrew, we got to be careful with because... Hebrew itself becomes one of the Canaanite languages. The Canaanites, uh, as referred to in the Zondervan King James Study Bible, and even in um, one of the other commentaries, they, they call the Canaanite white people. Right. Outright. Mm. Um, and these Canaanites, in the book of Isaiah chapter 19, verse 18, they're saying that they actually um, were ruling five cities in Africa mm-hmm. with their language. Mm-hmm. One of them being Hebrew. Okay. Because these Canaanites who, when you read the book of Exodus chapter one, they talk about this uh, new king who didn't know Joseph. Mm. All right. And is making reference to the Hyksos, the shepherd kings, mm-hmm. or those who are actually worshipers of Zeus, the Hyksos or Hyksus. Mm-hmm. They were bringing Zeus worship in. One of the mascots of Zeus is the pig. Okay. So they were bringing these pigs mm-hmm. into our last why and they say Jesus sent the demons sent to the, the pigs. pigs. The question was, where these pigs come from? Mm. Because these Hyksos were bringing these pigs into our land. We, right. We we use pigs in a strategic way. Um, when when they talk about Abraham, um, going amongst. These Canaanites, they had to have an animal that was nasty enough to not catch the diseases of these people, mm-hmm. smart enough to get away from them, mm-hmm. and inquisitive enough to be able to go amongst them to clean them up. Okay, that was the pig, mm. which, is, which is a combination of the cat, the rat, and the dog. Mm. Right? That's that's not a show. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Abraham, he used because he was he was around them. Right. Fox, some of his some of the people who were moving from Ur of Chaldees with him to the land of, of Cadman, 
this word Kadman you see in Genesis 15, verse 19, which means Easterner. Mm-hmm. These were the, the Africans called the Tuareg today. But this area today is what they call the Palestine-Israeli region, and they call it the land of Canaan. Right. Abraham is amongst these people, and he has this, this pig with him, but he, he learned how to um, graft this animal by one called Imhotep. Mm. Because when they say Abraham met Imho, uh, Melchizedek, that Melchizedek was Imhotep. Right, right. All right? And... All of this is important to what we're talking about because what's taking place even with Abraham, Abraham is meeting one of the 24 elders, this Imhotep, who who was considered a holy soul amongst his angelic order. And that's important because today we're, we're not advocating as a church Right. That there's some 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 spooky wind or some unseen force that is the Holy Ghost or mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, when you look up the word spirit in the in the Greek they'll say pneuma mm-hmm. and they they'll even tell you some sometimes it's translated as an evil spirit. Mm. But they always say they say that it is it never comes Unless it is coming through a physical body. Right. So this idea that, you know, the day of Pentecost was just the windows open and the tongues of fire and, mm-hmm. you know, that that doesn't sit well with us as Africans because we understood that the Most High Heavenly One is not a mystery God. Mm-hmm. Elijah Muhammad, uh, he taught Nation of Islam that, there is no mystery God. And and Elijah Muhammad is is one of our Babas or one of our Coptic popes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because he he taught this message of a physical divinity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You understand? And so the holy soul is not merely some spooky wind right. blowing around. Mm-hmm. The holy soul works through its Physical progeny. Mm-hmm. So Yahshua would have been a part of the physical progeny, just like you and I mm-hmm. are part of the physical progeny mm-hmm. of the three groups of 12 royal tribes. I say that because in Genesis 6, they say the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men. And they talk about that second group giving birth to the sons of renown. Right. And so this idea of the sons of renown is make it, they talk about Nimrod mm-hmm. being one of those sons of renown. Mm-hmm. But the sons of renown are really making reference to these three groups of 12 royal tribes that came by way of two groups of seven angelic families mm-hmm. or 14 families, which came from the Sahu, that Sahu represent the soul of a saru, or what they call heaven, mm-hmm. in the New Testament. Okay. Every time you look up the word heaven, you see the word oranos, mm-hmm. which phonetically links to Orion, mm-hmm. which is the only constellation of a man standing up. Mm-hmm. And they say he walks with a dog, right. his dog star. But that was the Greeks' interpretation of it. Right, right. The African solar biological reality is that they're... This, this constellation represented Asaru, and in representing Asaru, the dog star, as they refer to it, or Sibtu or Sirius, represented Aset, mm-hmm. his wife. Mm-hmm. And as we begin to learn or get back into the reality of what the scriptures were really trying to say to us, what we'll begin to understand is that the Messiah was not merely coming to say, I'm here to save you. Mm-hmm. He was saying, pick up your own cross. Right. So if you feel, or if I feel, or if anybody feels, that it's necessary to be put up on a cross and crucified mm. in order to be saved, then if 
the Messiah is saying, pick up your own cross and mm-hmm. get ready to get crucified too. Because mm-hmm. whatever he went through, you have to go through it too. You got to go through it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the cross that he was making reference to was the unk, mm-hmm. which has a head on it mm-hmm. that you can pick up with your hand mm-hmm. and you can walk with. <laughs> right. But then, you know, in the depiction of, of, of who, um, in the Bible, they did the depiction that they have is this man walking with his cross across his shoulder. Um, and, and that has his own, uh, uh, how should I say? Interpretation. That, yeah, it has its own interpretation of that particular cross. Right. And, 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 and it's important that we, we make it plain that the cross itself is not the problem, mm-hmm. but more so the interpretation, because mm-hmm. that that cross that they uh, will call a Christian cross, mm-hmm. it has solar biological or some would say um, astrobiological realities. Mm-hmm. There's something called the Southern Cross. Mm-hmm. There's something called the true, uh, or, or they, they call it the, 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 the false cross. Mm-hmm. Um, and those crosses literally point to Sahu. Mm-hmm. When we start talking solar biology. Okay. So by the time as the Greeks get their hands on it, what they're doing is they're Hellenizing this symbol of what they're referring to as as the cross. Mm. When we looked at that symbol in some in some schools of thought, they'll tell you that that's not a cross, that's just that's a trachea. Mm-hmm. And the heart, mm-hmm. which is a symbol for nefer or beauty, right? In the Catherine philosophy, that's what they teach. But I, when when you put the three crosses together, mm-hmm. they'll say that's perfection. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to one of the elders recently. I said, "Yeah, that's what it's called, Calvary." Right, <laughs> right, Fox. <laughs> but he just smiled. He said, "But that's why you got to know your own." Doctrine. Mm-hmm. What a, one of my questions because I always see people walking around with with um, crosses on their neck. Right. And as soon as you see that, uh, because of the teaching that we know, um, it says that's where Christ was crucified on this cross. Mm-hmm. My, one, of my, one of my statements I always make to people who I see who wear a cross, I would ask them, what if he was killed by a Glock 45? Right. Or what if he was crucified by a, a machete? Would you be walking around with the, the murder weapon on your neck? That, that's a very, very important question. So it's, it's, it's almost like we continue to live that murder yeah. every time that we put them on. Correct. Or we look to that cross. Right. We, we, we reverence in the murder, but this is why in, in, in some of the faith, they have communion. Whereas they say, this is the body that is broken for me, and this is the blood that was shared for me. That's why I, that's why I laughed earlier when you said, what if I walk in there with two, two buckets right. of blood? You know, okay, we can drink this. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, some scholars would say that that is a way of remembrance. It's, it's not. It's not the the physical thing or the thing or the real thing. We can just do this in remembrance, so we can use the bread or or we can use the wine or the grape juice to significant um, draw the correlation between yeah. um, the the murder. <laughs> that's what I used to call it. The murder, the murder of Christ. That's that's what it was. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And what it really is, it, it's a, it's a it's a subtle distraction mm-hmm. what the meal actually was. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't a last supper, it was a Passover meal. Mm-hmm. Or what we refer to as Fisak Shemo. Mm-hmm. And if you knew that it was a Passover meal or Fisak Shemo, then it would then take you back into the realities of what the Messiah was actually doing mm-hmm. during that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand? It, it wasn't a Last Supper. That, that's not that's that's not what he called it. Right. You understand? Um, and, and 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 so when we talk about, for example, utilizing the bread and utilizing. Uh, and, and in our case, the grape juice to to remember. We mm-hmm. do that every Friday. That's called that's the Sabbath meal, right? Or Shubat meal, mm-hmm. where you have the challah bread, the bread. Mm-hmm. You have 
the grape juice. And then on Sunday, you also have what's called the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. The Eucharist is not about drinking the blood and eating the body. The Eucharist is about overstanding that, or, or, or some would say understanding, right? But <laughs> that this bread came from the earth mm-hmm. in order for that wheat that made the bread mm-hmm. to grow. In order for it to grow, it needed sun, it needed rain, it needed the earth, it needed the wind. Earth, mm-hmm. wind, water, and fire. Fire, right. When you take of this bread, when you take of this grape juice, that earth, wind, water, and fire is now at one mm-hmm. with you. Mm. The divinity at one with you again. Every Everything that has been done was to remind you that the divinity is in you. Right. You understand? Mm-hmm. And what the Greco-Romans effectively did was they broadcast their narrative and gave their symbols and gave their understanding of what it means mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and said to us, well, this is the, the understanding. If you don't accept that, then you're pagan. Right. You understand? And, and so what the Holy Coptic Church of the Black Messiah is saying to those who need it this way is that, no, you, you have a doctrine that explains the reality of, of what was actually taking place. Mm-hmm. And if you just learn to embrace it, I don't mean blindly, I mean, take the opportunity to actually question, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I, I, I have some good news. Uh, on Tuesdays now, we'll be at a Catherine International Academy okay. on, on Bernard Road every mm-hmm. Tuesday from 6 to 10 mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. face-to-face uh, Bible study and question answer, similar to what we're doing here on the radio. Okay. So 426-1148, 426-1148, reach out. Uh, if you're interested, we'll mm-hmm. be there at Catherine on Tuesdays now, face to face. All right, all right, here yeah. we go. <laughs> you understand? So we we have to now be bold enough mm-hmm. to accept that we actually have our own scripture and we actually have our own way of reading these scriptures mm-hmm. in order for us to. Uh, uh, Embrace this divinity within this this holy soul, mm-hmm. as, as we keep talking about. And if not, we're gonna stay trapped in the understanding of the Greco-Roman, mm-hmm. which is what's called eternal hell. Okay, I have a question for you. You made you made mention of Mary the cup. Who is Mary the cup? So Mary the cup is the wife of, and I'm I'm gonna pull up. Um, this portion of a parchment is written by Al-Basesh, Harohotep uh, Tar. And he talks about uh, Mary the Copt, or who they would say Mary the, well, we say Mary the Copt, but they'll say Mary the Copt. And she was one who assisted with teaching this African uh, Muhammad Ahmad. And this is important because if we if we are as a people, we we keep talking about unity, we keep talking about uh this 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 reality of um us all being children of the most high. But how how would that actually take place without us actually being able to see th- these realities within all they'll say well god is everywhere well so that does that mean he's he, he's in the torah mm. he, he's in the bible he's in the quran well you know by you mentioning that right uh-huh. I've, I've i've heard in the past few years you, now you start hearing about the torah in, in, in the circles of the Christian faith, the Torah, the Pentateuch. Um, there's another one. I can't remember the name right now. But those two, like, you're starting to hear a lot of. Mm. Why, why, why now? 
Why now? Why now you're hearing with the Torah? Why now you're hearing with the, 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 the Pentateuch? I think it's always been out there. Um, it's just a matter of people um, becoming more aware of where the scriptures are coming from. Um, and with that, you start to do some research and, and you realize that um, it's not as plain or as black and white as they've tried to make it seem. Mm-hmm. Um, the Torah, as someone mentioned to me, um, I was doing a radio show and, and, and someone asked me, you know, is the word religion in the Old Testament? Mm-hmm. And and I smiled because I said, well, no, the word religion itself isn't there. Mm-hmm. But it does say in Genesis 26 and 5 that, that Abraham followed a law. Mm-hmm. When you look up the word law, it's the word Torah. Mm-hmm. So Abraham had a Torah in the Torah. Right. So yeah, the law. He, when, <laughs> well, well now nah, I can take this another discussion because <laughs> even in the scriptures it, tells, it, it, it says it speaks about the law of God, and then it speaks about the law of man. Mm-hmm. You know, so it also says that one that lives within that space must respect those laws of that particular place that where one one mm-hmm. resides, mm-hmm. and then you have the law of God. Mm-hmm. So is that is that the similarity you're referring to? Well, even like let's look at today. You live in the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. Right. You respect the laws of the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. However, the Commonwealth, the laws of the Commonwealth of the Bahamas don't all align with the laws of the Most High. Right. But you don't go to jail for breaking the laws of the Most High. Mm. But you could go to jail for breaking, breaking the, the laws, laws of the, the land. Right. So who's really running this place? The person from this land. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, ain't, it ain't the Most High. Right. Right, and that's why we in the problems we in now, mm-hmm. right? Um, and this this is what going back to the question of who who is this this Mary Mary the the, 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 the cooked. She was one of the emissaries within the branch of the Holy Coptic Church in Ethiopia at that time. That mm-hmm. she was one of, one of the people responsible for teaching this Ahmud Mahmud. Mm-hmm. about who he really was. The same way Abraham had to, had to be taught who he really was. And people will say, well, um, you know, th- this, 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 wh- where are you getting this from? Mm-hmm. Right? And again, we're not being taught the realities in English. Mm. You're not going to see it in English. They're not going to give you the book of Barnabas. Mm-hmm. We have it. Right. <laughs> the book of Barnabas. Yeah. But when you say Barnabas, mm-hmm. Bar, son, mm-hmm. Nebi, right. prophet, mm-hmm. who son of which prophet? Right. He, he would have been the son of a particular prophet mm-hmm. whereby he could tell realities that they don't want you to know about. Mm. So they don't talk about the book of Barnabas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which tells you what really happened during the crucifixion of Jesus. Right. They don't want, they don't want that out. Mm-hmm. You understand? Um, but she, this, this Mary the cop, going back to the question, was an emissary who eventually um, became the wife of this African Muhammad. I got to keep saying that because there's a pale Arab. Right. Muslimat, mm-hmm. and 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 that branch of of, of of Islam was really formed by the Catholic Church by the Jesuits. Mm-hmm. They put that together. Wow, that 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 is why a lot of people says if you look at both if you look at both religion is almost similar in the same, yes, or one in the same. But you 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 can't look at a, if, if we it's it's crazy how we look at the the, the ladies in Islam. Mm. I don't know how they could wear them. Uh, things on their head, and they wearing this and wearing that, and wearing veil and all that. But then you look at a nun. She dresses. Anyway. She dresses the same way. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. even even some churches, um, some some some. But let's let's yeah. just look at all churches mm-hmm. and the fact that when women get married, why do you you wear a veil going down the aisle? Why? For what reason? 
And then you look at pe- women who decide to keep the veil on as, oh, you're oppressed. Mm. So were you oppressed during your wedding, wedding ceremony? <laughs> that's a good that's a scenario. Th- this whole discussion about marital rape. Right. Therefore shall a man leave his mother and father and cleave unto his, his wife. wife. Mm-hmm. So why are we singing Here Come the Bride? I don't know. We should be singing Here Come the Groom. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Genesis 2 and 24 says a man will leave his mother and father and uh-huh. leave unto his wife. So why are we asking who gives this woman to this man? To this man. But wouldn't wouldn't it wouldn't it safe to say that they they were talking about both sex? What you mean? Like both man and woman? No. In Genesis? Mm. No, it's saying a man believes. You don't say a man and a woman. Uh, a man leaves his mother and father and cleaves unto his wife. Okay, now I know I know you're the man of language. So what does what does the word cleaves mean? The reality behind it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying men just supposed to clutch onto their women and go wherever they go. That's not what it's saying. Right. What they did with last names mm-hmm. is what actually happens with biology. Hmm. When a man and a woman have children, the children only have the mitochondrial DNA of the woman. Mm-hmm. All right? The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Mm-hmm. So the powerhouse of the, of the cell in the man is in the sperm. Mm-hmm. Is in, is the, power, the powerhouse in the sperm is in the tail mm-hmm. of that sperm. When the head of the sperm gets into the egg, the tail drops off. Mm -hmm. So we don't pass on our mitochondrial DNA to our children. Mm. But the Greeks and the Romans and those who were influencing our original African theology were doing is replacing that reality and saying only a man could pass on his name. Mm. So the name then replaces the mitochondrial DNA. Why is that important? Genesis 3 and 15, it says, the seed of the woman, not the seed of the man. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's important because in the patriarchal treatment of Greco-Roman religion, everything is coming through the man. Right. But scripturally, it's coming through the woman. Right. Because... That's what the scripture said. Mm-hmm. Well, what, but how could a woman have a seed? This word zera. Mm-hmm. The seed of the woman is the mitochondrial DNA mm-hmm. that's passed on to her children. Mm-hmm. So we had matriarchal societies. The problem that this country is having today with the issue of marital rape, number one, we don't even know what the actual ritual is supposed to be mm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. You go, you singing here come the bride. Mm-hmm. But the scriptures say the mind leave right. his mm-hmm. mother and father and cleave unto his wife. Is this is this is this synonymous why um in like a lot of other different countries you will find families with a whole bunch of different um surname? Like they wouldn't be Saunders, right? They wouldn't be um Enius. They they would have like a different a different surname. Oh, okay. So I yeah, in Puerto Rico Mm-hmm. All right. Um, one of my friends from high school, uh, he's Puerto Rican, and he has his mother's last name. Right. And he have more than one. He have several. So anyway, names. Right. Yes, right. Right. And again, yeah, in certain traditions, mm-hmm. you'll you'll see that 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 take place. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in our original ways of naming, we didn't have a last name. Mm-hmm. The last name is really the the. The name of the last person who owned you. Okay. That comes from slavery. That's slavery. Yeah. Okay, so so even with the teachings of um when you when you follow um let's say let's use um the last emperor of Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Right. His his name was Rastafar Makunin. Mm-hmm. He was from that 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 line, but he changed his name to Hali Selassie the first. Mm-hmm. Um and then in in that region of Africa, people don't you don't you don't hear them say, "Well, I'm 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 uh, Makunin or mm-hmm. I'm I'm not uh, Sanders." You won't hear them. They they all would have a different a different name in the family. 
So what would it would it would it be you most persons passed on the first name? So your name was something that you received at eight days old. Mm-hmm. You see this in the book of Luke, chapter two, where the Messiah, after being born in Matthew, they say he runs to Egypt. In Luke, they, mm-hmm. go, to, they go to the temple, but that's another mm-hmm. story, right? They go to this temple, and and he receives his name, and in receiving his name, your name spoke to your destiny. It spoke to who you were to become. Right. You would receive what was referred to as a big name and a little name. Mm -hmm. The name that everybody called you Everybody could know was your little name. Mm-hmm. Your big name you kept to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that was tied to who you literally are by blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If anybody got control of your big name, they could control your destiny. Wow. And that's what's happening to us. Mm-hmm. They, they got control of our names. Mm-hmm. We don't say Yahshua. Mm-hmm. We say Jesus. Mm-hmm. We don't say um, Alion, Alion El, or, or I am Mm-hmm. Or a Neri, mm-hmm. say God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't say uh, Ibrahim or Abraham. We say Abraham. Mm-hmm. And people say, but that, it's just it's just a subtle. But the devil is subtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a play. It's a play on the words. Yes, it's very subtle. Mm-hmm. And, and so because we don't pay attention to these names, because hallowed be thy name. Mm-hmm. The name is supposed to remain hallowed. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why. You don't play with it and say, well, you know, God means the same thing as, or Jesus means the same thing as Yahshua, and mm-hmm. Allah means the same thing as God. Mm-hmm. That's not scriptural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's not hallowed. Mm-hmm. If you could say it, then why not say it? Right. So the word hallowed means to be sacred yes. or to keep or to keep secret. To, to keep it whole. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. Don't break it up. They call it nicknames. Right, right. So you could do your devilishment under your nickname or mm-hmm. your devil name, and then when you stand in front of the police or the court, you say, "Right, I, right, I, I didn't do that." Mm-hmm. They say Ray Ray did that. My name is so and so, so and so, and so the third. <laughs> right, right. But that's the way the devil works. Mm-hmm. So this is this is why they they also put like <laughs> when they looking for the criminal, they put alias, alias, or also known as, also known as. Mm-hmm. You see, because you do your dirt under that name, right? But when you not doing your dirt. Mm-hmm. You have another name. That's right. what that's your bank account is tied to that name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People in the church know you. Know. <laughs> yeah, that's a clean name. It's a clean name. Yeah, yeah. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what the devil has done with us. Right. When when you start to investigate who these people are in Scripture and who were going through and murdering and massacring, massacring people. You'll think, well, they don't exist today. Mm-hmm. He says, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. They, did, they did it on another name. They, they did it on the name, the common name. Well, they have bibli- they have a they have a biblical name and they have historical names. Mm-hmm. Biblically, they'll say the Canaanites. Mm-hmm. Historically, they'll say the Hyksos. Mm. In today's, um, I'll give you an example. In, in Genesis 15, they talk about these Amorites and, and that they would come back in the fourth generation. Because mm-hmm. in Genesis 15 is when Abraham is shown how his seed would be enslaved. Would mm-hmm. be still going through today. Uh, but they say, but beware, because in the fourth generation, these Amorites can come back. So mm-hmm. who the Amorites? Mm-hmm. Well, they're still with us. Right. We don't call them Amorites now. We just say Amor. Say Amor. Amor. Say Amir. Amir. Say American. Amir. <laughs> they're still there. They're still there in the fourth generation. They, 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 yes. Mm. The fourth beast. Mm-hmm. You had you had Babylon. Mm-hmm. You had Greece. Mm-hmm. You had Rome. Now you have mm-hmm. not just America, but America and all of the countries that they influence. Right. All that are tied to that. Yes, the beast. Well, I mean, this week alone, we learned that we're not tied. We're not tied to America. Well, not only America. Mm-hmm. Say that way. 
because we are tied. Cause yeah, because you know the, the queen has passed away. Yeah, God, and God saved the queen. Nobody gave us a holiday. And we're grateful for that holiday. Thank you, Amen. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> some people can say that ain't funny, but hey, it is what it no, is. No, but it's important that the same way you want us to, you you ignore the death of our ancestors. Right, right. Our kings we, and our we, queens. We don't even know the names of the people who died for us. Mm. You tell us someone died for our sins, but I know mm-hmm. Martin Luther King died for my sins, mm-hmm. and Malcolm X, mm-hmm. and Marcus Garvey, mm-hmm. and Yah Santiwa, and Harriet Tubman, mm-hmm. and Asari. And I could go on and on and on, but we ain't talking about them. Mm-hmm. I must go mourn somebody mm-hmm. who was able to live the way that she lived because she was a parasite on the box of, of the indigenous people of this world. Mm-hmm. No, I will not mourn her. Mm-hmm. I will mourn my ancestors. Next month in the Holy Coptic Church, we have the African Holocaust Month. We observe mm-hmm. the the reality of not what happened to us, but what's still happening to us. us. Some some in some quarters people people are now saying that the Holocaust never never happened to our people. We were never enslaved. And you know what I say to them? Mm. Why are we having this conversation in English? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how? But how? How would? How would you have that conversation with them outside of English? You can't because you speak in the actual language of the woman who just died, right? Because she made you speak it, mm-hmm. and if you spoke your original language, they would cut your tongue out. Mm. But some people don't know the history. They don't, and that's the sad part. Some people don't even want to acknowledge that history. Oh, and that's called a slave mind. You see, slave mind just wants to. Not rock the boat. Mm. You're still in the boat, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well, well, you know, if you rock the boat, the water, you know, the boat become turbulent, and and you could you could fall out. You better learn to swim. Many of us can't swim. This 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 is what we call swimming today. Swimming mm-hmm. is just your ability to keep your head above the lies, mm-hmm. and 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 actually do some research in a day and time where you have the most information that has ever been at your fingertips at any time on this planet. As far as his story is concerned, but wouldn't wouldn't it wouldn't it be to the point that whereas the the there still is somebody telling you this, somebody's that somebody somebody has to translate this for you, and they they're giving you their interpretation of this. How do one now go and look for themselves? Because everybody entitled to their own interpretation. Yeah, but everybody ain't entitled to their own truth. Mm. See, but, it's, it, but it is my truth. No, let me let me let me let me say it this way. Mm-hmm. What we have been infected with is a way of thinking that does not know how to interpret good. Mm-hmm. If I say that's good, people will say, "Well, that's your opinion of good, of good, or or or, or good is relative, or good is relative, or truth is relative." Mm-hmm. That that is that is the thinking. Of the beast. Mm-hmm. That is the thinking of Western civilization. Mm-hmm. Western civilization has a paradigm of knowledge that has separated itself from divinity mm. or separated itself from being, as some mm-hmm. would say. Mm-hmm. All right. There was a, a, a man by the name of, of Parmenides in the fifth century. He saw that the Greco-Roman way of thinking was on a path to destruction in the 5th century. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to 1976, there's another man by the name of, of Martin Heidegger. Mm-hmm. He did an interview with a magazine called Der Spiegel in 1966, and he said, you can only publish it after I, I pass away. Right. Ten years later, they publish his words. 1986. Well, he, he did it in 66, so 76 Six. is when they actually okay, published sorry. it. Right. And what he was saying is that, well, philosophy is dead. Mm. Which philosophy? The Western philosophy. Mm. Because it has not attached itself. Mm-hmm. It has not... It has not attached itself to divinity. There's no anchoring. Right. You understand? Mm -hmm. And that anchoring is necessary in order for us to be able to interpret what is good. Mm. 
So within the African theology, our language was anchored to the actual hieroglyphs or mm-hmm. the sacred writings, mm-hmm. which when you look at them individually, they are all mimicking nature. Mm-hmm. So our way of thinking was always tied to nature. Mm-hmm. So what is the message of nature? Mm-hmm. The message of nature is life. Mm-hmm. So anything that's not producing life is not well, good. Uh, right. So when people start, so when people start to say, that's your interpretation of good. Mm-hmm. That's your interpretation of what, uh, whatever's happening in the front of you, you can only say is good or bad based on how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's confusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's not tied to anything. It's, it's not actually um, in, a, in, a, in a frame of thinking that connects it to nature. We, mm-hmm. are, we, are, we are now in a system that is connected to object, rational, science, technology. Mm-hmm. If it's not tied into technology, it don't really matter. But nature in itself can't explain itself. Nature is, the presence of divinity is mm-hmm. always within nature. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to, to explain, explain itself. You can see right. that a bee flowering or pollinating is mm-hmm. going to allow for the fruits to come forth, you, right. you could see that the male and the anim- the male and the female must come together to produce life. You you don't have to. You, you see this? Yeah, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. But some some would say no, that ain't so. Well, that is not the natural thing of it. <laughs> it's nature. It's, that's, <laughs> that's the point I make it. It's actually nature, right? Um, and so until we get to the point where we actually study nature again mm-hmm. and actually get back to the reality of what nature, the message that nature was actually given to us, mm-hmm. then we won't ever be able to interpret what truly is good. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we'll be in this cyclical way of thinking that says to us, that's your opinion of truth. Mm-hmm. That's your opinion of good. Mm-hmm. And we won't ever be able to look and see something and say, that's bad. That's the devil. Stay away from it. Right. If Be- we can't do that, then the devil continues to move Be- about. Because most often time we, we, we are afraid to look at the, the, the thing that provides the evidence of, of, of life in itself, which is, which is we can talk about nature. Nature shows you that even the tree, it comes up out of the ground. Right. If you water it, if you give it sun, it would it would bloom. Right. Mm-hmm. If you don't give it certain things, it would be barren. Right. It won't bear no fruits. Right. It would just be a big pretty tree. Right. And that's what we have in, in, in a lot of ways that we think of the space we're in with our religious belief. Mm-hmm. It's just a big pretty tree that bears no fruit. The fruit that it bears is slavery. Mm-hmm. The fruit that it bears is war. Mm-hmm. The fruit that it bears is miseducation. Mm-hmm. The fruit that it bears is murder. Mm-hmm. Everything that we think we want from the so-called first world mm-hmm. comes with all of these problems. Right. But we don't attribute these problems to living like the first world. Mm. We attribute these problems to some spooky devil mm or some spirit we can't see, mm-hmm. when the actual devil is the one writing the policy mm-hmm. telling us you got to do this in order to get that, and if you don't jump through this hoop, then you ain't going to be able to do this, and you ain't going to be able to borrow no money no more, mm-hmm. and your credit rating. All this craziness mm-hmm. that they put us through. Right. You know, in America, when Enron and them was having their issues, mm-hmm. and, they, and, 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 and they caused the economy to basically crash, mm-hmm. All of these places like Moody's and 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 S and P and all these places that's supposed to have so <laughs> much clout when they come into our economy and tell us, well, you know, you 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 are A, you go from A plus to B and B mm-hmm. to C, and A. we give you two downgrades. You realize when they were questioning them about mm-hmm. Enron and because they say you all gave them good ratings, they say, well, right. you know, our ratings don't really matter. Really, it's, it's in the documentaries. No. It don't really matter. It's, it's not. It's just a opinion. So why why does it matter with us? 
because we're slave minds. Mm. So the slave mind is going to function off of what appears to be real. Mm -hmm. This same Parmenides, he talk about the way of seeming and the way of truth. Mm -hmm. They seem to have authority. Mm -hmm. And so we embrace what seems to be the authority. Right. But these same rating agencies don't come into our country and say, well, y'all have a lot of natural resources y'all ain't tapping into. Why don't go look at those? Yeah, your rating should be true to the roof. Right. You understand? If our Holocaust was really dealt with in mm -hmm. a serious way, we shouldn't have no debt. Because mm. how could I borrow my own things? Exactly. Reparation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Reparation. You, you, you can't. You can't continue to ignore mm -hmm. the realities of what took place with us mm -hmm. as a people mm -hmm. and then expect to fix what's happen, happening to us now. So when we have these conversations about the Bible, mm -hmm. and now we're talking about African Holocaust Month coming up next month, right? right? We have to be able to... Uh, be honest enough with ourselves to literally question what has been placed in the front of us mm -hmm. as truth and say, well, why is that true? You told me that the Bible is the word of God. Mm -hmm. watch, watch this now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so, so what is the word for word? What is the word? Well, they say it's logos mm -hmm. in the Greek. Okay, so the actual letters that make up logos, mm -hmm. L-O-G-O-S, mm -hmm. find one of them in nature for me. Mm -hmm. A life? No, no, I mean, like, go find me a letter L. Mm -hmm. Could you pick one off of a tree for me? No. You could find something that is circular, mm -hmm. but nobody calls it an O. Right. You could find something that, that, that looks like an S, but nobody calls it an S. Mm -hmm. You say, what well, a stick look like an S, but it's a stick. Right, it's a stick. That rock looks like a O. Yeah, but it's a rock. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't the most high of is the word of God be utilizing the things that it put in nature mm -hmm. to create its own words? Right. That's exactly what the hieroglyphs are. Mm -hmm. When you go and read those hieroglyphs, you see a bee. You see a tree. Mm -hmm. You see a person. You see things that you can actually go out in nature and actually touch. Hence the words of God. So the true word of God mm -hmm. is in the African hieroglyphs. Mm -hmm. But when you move it out of the actual sacred writings mm -hmm. and you place it now, you, you literally make it, uh, what they call it, calligraphy. Mm -hmm. You make it linguistic. Mm -hmm. You move it away from the presence of the divine. The presence of the divine is nature. Mm -hmm. And, and the message of nature is life. Right. Facts. So anything that's not producing life is bad. Mm -hmm. Or it's not good for life. Let's mm -hmm. say it that way. It it's is, not good for life. It's considered death forces. Uh, yeah, I know some, I know some people. <laughs> right. I know some people. <laughs> and so this, so this is what Akhmud Mahmud, he would have had to learn mm -hmm. to be that comforter to his people. Right. This is the same thing that Yahshua, when he moved into what they call Egypt, mm -hmm. he had to learn these things. So right. that by the time as he was 12 and he was in the temple talking to the doctors of the law, mm -hmm. and they were astounded by his answers. He was saying to them, no, the presence of the divine is the word of God. It's in nature. Mm hmm. That's why his miracles dealt with nature. Mm -hmm. His first miracle, he said, he said, he turned water into wine. Mm -hmm. He needed the water. Mm -hmm. When the person was blind and, and he they got, needed, he got the mud. He had to get the mud. Mm -hmm. He's always in nature. When he was running them, them demons, he sent it into pigs. Sent it into the pigs. Mm -hmm. He didn't send them into them other people. No. <laughs> He sent, it, he sent it where it was most conducive, what, where the but environment was most conducive for them to live in okay, the pig. Okay, which is this, why they feed us so much pig today. See, this is this is that was going to be my question, you know, because if if if, if Christ Himself had the ability to banish those demons anywhere, 
Right, right. Why did he put it in the pigs? Why didn't uh, my question would have been why didn't Solomon describe to the Pharisees who he's having problems with, <laughs> based on the teaching? Right. So right. let them run wild and turn crazy and be running all over the right. place. So they sent it. They sent he sent it into the pig. So what 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 he was doing was energy cannot be created or destroyed. Mm-hmm. It can only be transferred. Mm-hmm. The best place for that energy to go would be in a place most conducive for, for it. itself. So the most conducive place for those demons to go was in a place where the environment mm-hmm. allowed them to, to stri- live. Or, or, to tr- or, to str- or to strive. To strive. Right, right. Because what we are calling demons within the African theology is viruses, bacteria, germs. Mm-hmm. There are no spooky demons. If you, you want to see the face of a demon, look at the electron microscope of microorganisms. Just Google that. Mm-hmm. Look, at, look, look at what a maggot looks like. Right. You'll see demons. Mm-hmm. You see like the little cocoon and this thing moving right. inside. They look, like, they look like Baphomet and stuff mm. like that. Right, right. Literally. Mm-hmm. Look at what a mosquito lava looks like magnified. Right. Because mosquitoes pass disease. Mm-hmm. They're the prophets of the devil. Right, right. Flies. That's why they call, what they what do they call the devil? Beelzebub. Um, right. Lord of the flies. Why? Because mm-hmm. these flies are spreading germs and spreading bacteria and spreading the disease that allows for this devil to keep thriving. That's probably where we get um, the coronavirus from, you know, because it comes from a bot. You ever see a bot? Well, they say it comes from a bot. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyhow, well, <laughs> again, time is fly past as the day. Yes. We can, we can have to pick that up right there. The, the law of nature. What is the law of nature yeah. when, when, we, when we return next week, Sunday? And so just tell the folks how they can find you. I actually found a place. I actually you found did it. find a place. So Sundays we are off of Wood, off of Wolf Road and Woods Alley. Mm-hmm. We have our face to face Sunday services. Tuesdays we are at a Catherine International Academy, which is on Bernard Road. Um, I would say about maybe a quarter mile up the road from from Johnson Road. Okay. All right on on your left hand. If, if they don't know Johnson Road, they're going on the opposite, opposite sock. sock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And most most people should know that, right? Um. But you can call us at 426-1148-426-1148. You can find us on Facebook, Q-U-B-T-I-C, Coptic. Look for Bahamas Branch, and our information is up there. Uh, Me personally, Anku Sarah, A-N-K-U-S-A-R-A, Anku Sarah, is on uh, Facebook, um, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, You can find me up on those uh, social media sites. And um, I'm here every Sunday. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> there, folks, so there you have it. It's, it's the end of the Coptic Hour. We want to say continue to follow us on newvision242.com. All social media handles, you can hear this rebroadcast every Monday at 7 p.m. So if you miss it on Sunday at um, 5.30, I think it is, you can catch it on Monday afternoons at 7 p.m. So I want to say thank you for taking the time with your busy schedule for listening to us this afternoon. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please feel free. You can WhatsApp them to 8229563. That's 8229563. Or let Brother Ankusara give his number so you could WhatsApp those questions to him so he could come prepared to, to answer some of those mm-hmm. questions if you have those. And so we want to say thank you and, and have a safe weekend. Or continue to have a safe weekend. Enjoy your holiday. We want to say peace. Namaste. <laughs> New Vision Media 242 to the world New Vision Media Wasting time is over New Vision Media 242 to the world